Hey, podcast family, welcome to Motherhood in Black and White. I'm Kanji. I'm Tara. This week, we have special guest Allison Lombatis, who is going to be sharing some information with us about style and motherhood and how it all works together. That's right. It's Tara, I need this conversation. <laughs> I am in desperate need of this conversation. Yes. March 2020, we went into lockdown when the pandemic struck the United States. Yeah. March 2021, we're still in lockdown. Mm-hmm. How has your life changed most significantly within the last 12 months? Oh, most significantly. Um, obviously, working from home. Right. right. A lot more time at home is the most significant. And that's in a, dub- a bunch of areas. You know, no, I haven't traveled. We're just at home most of the time. And that's a pretty big change for me. I mean, we're, we were always one of those families that was on the go quite a bit. Being on the go a lot. What did that look like and feel like to you and, and to your husband and son? Did that mean that you just weren't spending a lot of time together, the three of you? Did you kind of go your separate ways? Oh no! I mean, we we had a, I mean, we've had a lot more time together, but but no, you know, we the weekends were full of sports and activities and seeing friends and going out, and then during the week, you know, we had activities on weeknights sometimes, and you know, I would have appointments after work and and be going out and seeing people and doing things. We were just pretty busy. You know, we didn't stay home a whole lot. We, the one or two times we would have like a Saturday off. It was like the best thing in the world, you know, and now it's just been like one long run of days at home. And you've spent a lot of time working from home and as a banking executive, I kind of want to know what your wardrobe and style was (laughs) before BC, of course, before Before COVID. COVID. I love that. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not a su- I've never considered myself very good at fashion or accessorizing, but you know, I had like the standard business attire, slacks, nice shirts, heels. Uh, it wasn't super fancy. Working from home, are you someone who on video conferences fully dresses up or do you just do the waist up look? So, in the early COVID days, I would try and just put on like a nice shirt. I don't even try anymore, girl. <laughs> I was on a Zoom call the other day and I said to him, I go, listen, I'm just wearing a regular t-shirt. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> he was like, no, that's fine. <laughs> when I went back to work a couple of months ago, um, after my surgery and my recovery, mm-hmm. I went back to work and I noticed something that that kind of shook me to my core. Mm. And what I noticed was none of my clothes in my wardrobe fit Mm. because Mm -hmm. during the first part of the pandemic, I was wearing um, clothes from the top up uh, for videos. But also at my job, most of our conferences were audio calls. Mm. So we didn't do a lot of video webinars or video conferencing. But when we did, I was still wearing my yoga pants and my leggings. Mm -hmm. And around November, December... I realized that leggings do have a stretch limit. (laughs) So ladies, if you have not reached that point yet, spoiler alert, it can happen. It can happen. happen. I thought leggings kind of went on and on. I thought they would always fit. I thought they were one size. Turns out not Not the case. But now I'm at the point where I'm going back to the office I don't have clothes that fit. Mm -hmm. I don't really like the clothes in my wardrobe because they're static and stale. And 
I've gotten to a point where I'm that side part skinny jean wear mama in Gen X. You know, you just don't know what's in fashion, what fits. And if you look at influencers, you look at TV shows and things, you see what women are wearing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, how does that fit in? How would that look on me? And what then would I suppose would I be able to do? So what we always do is we rely on people who kind of have been there, done that, know better. The experts. The yes, experts. that's right. And we have the expert joining us tonight. We do. We do. I'm so excited to have her on. So Allison is joining us today, and she is the mom of three and the founder of Get Your Pretty On. Get Your Pretty On began as a project for her to sort of get out of her yoga pants rut. So I think we're all going to relate on that. And now it's been this really incredible space for women to get style and beauty inspiration. And she says that they're really on a mission to sort of change the way women feel about themselves, which I love. I think that's, I think that's lovely. So Allison, welcome to the show. Thank you. I am super excited to be here to talk about style with you. Yeah, we're excited too. Now, before we get going, how do you say your last name? It's Lombatis. Okay, see, I was so close. I said Lombata, so Lombatus. <laughs> I got it. See, Allison, this is Kanji. I feel your pain because I have one of those <laughs> names that people can't really pronounce. Tara doesn't really feel or know our pain. People get Tara wrong sometimes. <laughs> mm. They could say Tara, right? They do. That's the thing, yes. yes. <laughs> Funny. But Allison, we're super excited to have you with us and to talk style and parenting and entrepreneurship and all of the things. So we just want to learn a little bit about you. Can you just tell us a little bit about your story. And we'd love to hear about Get Your Pretty On and what started and how you kind of got to where you are now. Sure. So I call this my accidental business because I literally was not planning anything like this. It's been a crazy wild ride, but it started in 2012 whenever I got the opportunity to work from home, which was such a blessing at the time. It's something that I had wanted for many, many years, but I didn't realize all the pitfalls that came along with it, which we all know now because we've all been home for a year with COVID. <laughs> Back then, it wasn't, I didn't have any trial runs, so to speak. So the first three months were great. I felt like I was able to be a better mom. I was there for my kids in the morning when they left for school. I was there when they got home. I could pick them up from school. I was able to throw a load of laundry in, you know, all the stuff. But I also noticed something else happening. I'd wake up in the morning, throw on my yoga pants or sweatpants. I wasn't taking a shower. I wasn't even doing yoga or working out. (laughs) (laughs) I would go all day long in these same old black yoga pants. I, I can still remember the pair. I think they were called yoga girls. And they were faded and stretched out. They were just not attractive. But anyway, I noticed after a few months of doing this that not only was I feeling less motivated at work, I was feeling less motivated around the house. It was affecting the choices I was making as far as, you know, reaching for convenience foods and not working out and not getting showered and just kind of feeling crappy about myself over time. And I have this cutesy way of saying I was in this yoga pants rut, but honestly, I think I started feeling like I was spiraling into something bigger than that. It, it was feeling more like a depression. And I knew that I needed to do something to turn it around. Back in 2012, how old were your kids at the time? At the time, oh gosh, you're going to make me do math, aren't you? I didn't know I'd do math. <laughs> okay, let's just say, okay, 2012, they were elementary school and 
I think my son had just gone into junior high at that point. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. We got it. I sat down one night and I thought, what can I do to change this? What what can I possibly do to turn it around? And I kept coming back to this one thing. Like, you're not getting dressed anymore, Allison. You're not putting on real clothes. Yeah. And the problem with that was that I had this closet full of clothes from my corporate past life. And then I had yoga pants. Mm. I had nothing in between. Mm. So the next morning I woke up, I got showered. I made some time for myself, which was so important. You take nothing else from this conversation. (laughs) It's this, make the time, put yourself into your schedule. And I think that that was one of the things that I had to do. I didn't have accountability for getting dressed and putting on makeup. And I didn't have to keep hours anymore, technically, where I had to be in an office at a certain time. So I just let all of that slip. Mm. And I had to create that accountability for myself. And scheduling myself in as a priority in my day was really key to that. And the first time I did this, you know, I got dressed. I felt great. My motivation was so much better that day. When I picked my daughter up from school that afternoon and she hops in the car and looks at me and she said, mommy, what happened to you? And I said, what? (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean? (laughs) And she said, you look pretty today. And my heart melted. And I thought, oh my gosh, this isn't just affecting me. I'm affecting my daughters and setting Mm. an example and all this stuff, you know, all the things that we moms tell ourselves all the time. So I kind of made a vow that day to be consistent. And the only way I knew how to do that was, hey, I've got to start a blog. I don't know anything about blogging, but why not? Yeah. <laughs> and that's really how this all started is I used the blog as my accountability partner and also to really chronicle the journey of what I was learning, what pieces I was putting in my closet. And it turned out a lot of other moms were feeling the same way because it just grew organically from that point. And it's been a wild and crazy ride ever since. (laughs) (laughs) So get your pretty on. Share with us exactly what a woman who is in a yoga pants rut and wants to get out of it, how we can use get your pretty on to help us. And I'm asking for this woman who is most likely me. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I totally get it. We're all there right now. And I got to be honest with you, I still slide back into the pattern. But I have a rule for myself now that says, okay, Allison, we can't go more than three days not getting dressed because if we do, we feel really bad. And I think that everybody's going to have their own limit, but just kind of being aware, what are the red flags that you're seeing in your life? If you look, you're going to find the signs. For me, it's leaving dirty dishes in the sink or Mm -hmm. not making the bed in the morning or not putting on the makeup, not getting dressed. There's all of these things that start to happen. And I kind of have the snowball effect that says, whoa, I got to get back to basics now. And getting back to basics for me is getting back into that routine and making sure that I'm making the time at the beginning of the day to get my workout done to fall into my routine again. And so many of us have been thrown into chaos this past year that it's so important that we've got to establish our routines again. So that's honestly where I would say to start. Another unpopular opinion that I have is that so many of us have a closet full of clothes and nothing to wear. And when we walk in there, we feel super uninspired or overwhelmed or think we need to go out and buy a bunch of new stuff. But the reality is we only wear about 20% of what's in there at any given time. So so I, I just can't stress enough the importance of cleaning out your closet and getting rid of all that stuff. It's an emotional release and it's an emotional journey. There's gonna be a lot of stuff that you're hanging on to in there just simply because of the way it makes you feel or maybe you're a different size now and you don't wanna let go of the pieces that you wanna fit back into or whatever the case may be. But It is just such 
a huge emotional release and so freeing to get rid of stuff and have only what you're wearing, even if it's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Because it might be. And the first time you do this, it will be. Yeah. I promise you. (laughs) So how does uh, Get Your Pretty On work? So if somebody's kind of starting the work and they're getting motivated for themselves and then they go in and they get that closet cleaned out and they're ready to start, how do they then use GYPO to get started? Yeah. So one of the first things that I ever did was, and this was as a reader request, I said, hey, what do you guys really want or need from me? What can I provide to you? And I had this huge overlap in responses that women said, just give me a list of what to put in my closet. And Mm -hmm. I thought, you know what? I can do that. I just did this. You know, I have some tried and true pieces. So I came up with this closet staples shopping list, which is a list of tops, bottoms, jackets, accessories, shoes for year, a year round wardrobe. And what the purpose of this list is you go through it and you check off the things that you already have in your closet. I tell the story all the time of how I had 12, 12 black and white striped shirts in my closet one time. <laughs> and I kept going out buying more. Yeah. I was like, what is wrong with me? I already have these shirts in here. But the thing was, I wasn't actually aware of what I had. Yeah. And I really think that's a great place to start is check off the closet staples that you already have, because you probably have quite a few in there. You know, Most women have a pair of black pants and they have a white button down and they have some t-shirts that they love or some cardigans or some jackets and you're not starting from scratch, which is great. Uh, So definitely that is the place to start. And once you have those basics in place, then you can have fun. Every season you add in some new colors, some new patterns, some new trends to keep things fresh and new. So it doesn't feel like you're wearing the same things over and over again, but In reality, when you have a great fitting pair of jeans or, you know, some pieces that you absolutely love in there, you don't mind wearing those season after season or year after year because you get to to mix them up with some new pieces in your wardrobe. Well, and you have, um, and the good news is I think you even have that staples list on your website for free. Like anybody could jump on and grab that. Yes, I do. It's uh, getyourprettyon.com slash freebies. I've got lots of great freebies in there, but that is definitely a good one to start with along with the closet clean out PDF. Share with us how you create the styling program and how you tailor it to individuals. So the Alpha Formula program was something that i was an engineer in my past life. That's what I did in corporate America for 14 years. Mm -hmm. But I also have this creative side. So I thought, you know what, getting dressed every day should be as easy as putting together a formula, kind of a uniform that once you have this formula, then you can rinse and repeat. And that's how I approached creating your wardrobe. I wanted women to be able to build a wardrobe that was really functional, that worked for their daily lives, that worked for their lifestyle with shoes that are comfortable or whatever you, you know, every that's going to work for your daily life. And so I, I did this based on the capsule wardrobe concept, which is kind of like granimals for adults. That's <laughs> <laughs> where you're matching up the, yes. the little on them and you mix and match the pieces. Because I wanted women to get the most bang for their buck whenever you're buying something. I want you to be able to pair it up in more than one way. And I used to be the worst shopper. I would go out and buy a bunch of stuff and bring it home and throw it all out on my bed and look at it and think, oh, great. Well, this stuff doesn't even go with each other. And it probably doesn't go with anything in my closet either. Yeah. So whenever I approached outfit formulas, I wanted it to be as a capsule wardrobe so that women would know that everything they bought could be worn in multiple ways. So each season I sit down. And I look at the closet staples list to see the pieces that women probably already have in their closets. 
And then I go trend spotting, which is one of my favorite things to do. Every season I head out <laughs> to the stores, I go online, I go to different retailers and just gather all this intel. And I take a look at the things that I think are going to be most wearable. Now, granted, crop tops are on trend for spring, but I Oh, no. <laughs> that, that can't be in my capsule. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> so there are some things that do not make the list, but I look at the wearable trends and then I try to combine all of that into this capsule wardrobe that can be paired up in at least 31 different ways. And then we style it again in our private Facebook group for another 31 days where we just kind of, a lot of women just use the prompt as it stands. And when you're new to the program, I would say that's the easiest thing to do. You get an email in your inbox every day that has your outfit. You already have the pieces in your closet and you can wear it as the prompt is, or you can take liberties. Maybe you're more boho or you're more preppy or modern or whatever your style is. You can take liberties with those pieces and buy items that match your style so that you can put your own little spin on it. We're really excited to talk about the spring 2021 trends, but let's use that as a teaser towards the end of our conversation. <laughs> let's talk a little bit, Allison, about how did you turn this blog into a successful business? We know that a lot of moms, the mompreneurs out there, kind of want to know what happened and some of the challenges you may have encountered. Share with us kind of what has made this so successful in your estimation? So, you know, again, it really grew organically the first two years of blogging. I wasn't making any money at all. I didn't even see it as a viable business opportunity, but I got an opportunity to take a severance package from corporate America. And I thought long and hard about it. And I was just ready to dive in. I had so much passion for Get Your Pretty On and I could see the difference it was making in women's lives. And I thought there's got to be something in here that I can do with this. So I took the severance package. I had about a year of my salary and savings and just really worked hard at growing my following and finding out from my readers what they wanted. Uh, you know, I got toward the end where I had about three months of severance left and I still wasn't making money and started to kind of panic. I was like, okay, what can I do? I can yeah. run back to corporate America continue with this. I called a business coach friend of mine and I said, oh my gosh, Rachel, what am I going to do? I'm like, I'm not making money. And I took this big <laughs> chance and I, I'm like, I'm, we're going to sink. And she's like, Allison, ask your readers what they'll pay for. I said, but I don't want to do that. That feels so like salesy to me. And I'm so uncomfortable with that. And she's like, trust me, you've been giving them free content for two years. Mm. They will give you money. It's okay. Allison, but isn't that so weird that so many women are afraid to ask for what they want? Yeah, it is. It, it truly is. And I love to tell that story because I know that there's a woman sitting out there listening right now who's like, oh my gosh, I've got to get past the money mindset issue. And I think, you know, a lot of us do have hangups in that and think that it's okay to offer so many free resources. But when it comes time to ask for the sale, then we hesitate with that. And I had to put food on the table and we were, we needed to be a two income family. So it wasn't like I had the luxury of just continuing to offer completely free content on the site. And so I did send out a reader survey and I said, what would you like to see from me? What would you pay for? What service could I provide? And that's when this idea came back to me to create a capsule wardrobe, tell women exactly what to go buy, out and buy every season and then tell them how to pair it up. So I got this information back and I started working on it and I thought, I'll be happy if 50 women sign up for this and 500 <laughs> signed up the very first time I did it. And I was like, wow, okay, <laughs> we're that's on amazing. Here. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Incredible. 
Yes. So, so I'm going to out myself. I actually just this last fall signed up for my very first Get Your Pretty On. So I'm acting like I don't know, but I know the deal. <laughs> but I, so I'm so excited to talk to you because it's a huge, I've loved it so much. I actually have a friend who's been doing it for a couple of years and she's oh, that's awesome. talked to me about it for a while. And, and I, you know, Kanji and I were talking earlier, we've all sort of, a lot of us have been in sort of this rut this year and I found myself in that place and thinking to myself, I need to go buy new clothes, but I don't want to just go buy stuff that I'm going to wear once or never wear or not like. I want to be very intentional about it. So um, that's kind of why I came to get your pretty on and signed up. And one of the things that I really love about what you have going on over there is the Facebook group. I've gotten so much out of that community of women who get in there and post their outfits every day and encourage each other and, you know, kind of hype each other up when they're not sure if this looks okay, if that looks okay, and just support each other in general. Like I've seen posts in there where people are just like, hey, this isn't outfit related. I just need a big hug today, you know, and and, and when I was looking at your website, you have a very clear statement there about inclusivity and it's a place for everyone. And so I'm just curious, did the Facebook group come later? Was that always sort of in the plan is to create a community as opposed to just sort of a membership option? It really was. And honestly, the community is the best part of Get Your Pretty On. And I saw that from day one in my blogging days, you know, communities used to take place in the comments on blogs. Mm -hmm. And then they shifted to social media. And I wanted to keep that, that feeling there of, you know, everybody just being kind with each other and delivering their opinions with love. And in the beginning, you know, I was just really clear about how I wanted our community to interact with one another. And it has just, it's crazy that it has grown so much, yet it has stayed the same. <laughs> and I just, I, I don't know. There's some kind of magic in there. And people ask me all the time, like, what's the secret? Like, how did you, like, women are never mean to each other in your group. They're never catty. And it's, it's just like, true. Nice, like on the internet. Yeah. What did you do? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so true. You keep people out if they're not nice. I'm like, no, we really... In the past six, seven years of doing this, I can count on one hand the amount of women that we've had to actually just go to and personally address an issue with. And that's unbelievable. But I, I, I can't explain it other than saying that from day one, this was my dream was to have a community like this. And that even in real life, like this is how I am personally, like I want to lift other women up and I want to be kind and supportive and I want them to be confident. I want them to feel empowered. And this is all the things that I've wanted for them. And somehow, I really think that you truly do attract the people to you that are the most like you. And and that is the biggest compliment I think I've ever given myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. And it's deserved. <laughs> yeah. You've created this incredible community of sisters that support and share and uplift. And it's it's wonderful to just share the space with you, Allison. I just wanted to kind of talk about your kids. We know you're a mom of three. And when you started this, your kids were a lot younger. And now, of course, nine years later, as you have these young adults that are looking up to you, their mom is an entrepreneur, your mom is living her dreams. What is it that you want them to know and take with them in this world? You know, I think the biggest gift that you can give your kids is to show them that they can change patterns. And that's the one thing that I always wanted to show my kids was that it doesn't matter what the pattern is, you have the power to change that. And you don't have to keep continuing 
you know, the generational strongholds that might hold you back. And my son, who's now 25, gave me the best birthday gift he's ever given me this past year. And he gave me a nice handwritten card and said in there, like, the thing that I appreciate the most about you is that you have shown me possibility and taught me how to dream big and show me that, you know, limitations don't exist. And I just was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> totally overwhelmed. That's with, amazing. Yeah, just gratitude that he recognized that and that I was able to provide that for my kids. It's, you know, I, I beat myself up as a mom a lot. I want to say that sometimes my husband's been a better mom than me mm-hmm. <laughs> in some ways. Like, <laughs> he does the laundry and he's more nurturing and he fixes the boo boos. And I've always just kind of been more of, I don't know. It's I think it's the entrepreneur in me. I've been more of the fixer and the solver and the advisor and the counselor and and all of that stuff. So just hearing that now as my kids are young adults, it's just been the coolest thing, honestly. That's amazing. Well, we know you have some really exciting news. You have something you're bringing to everybody in September. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, my book, baby. (laughs) Wait, wait. Entrepreneur, engineer, author. Can I I just stand on you a little bit? Bow down. Amazing. You're an author. (laughs) Tell us. Share. Do share. Do share. Yes, I am so excited. This has been a lifelong dream of mine. I've wanted to write a book since I was 15 years old. So this is my first traditionally published book. I've done two self-published before, and it's honestly a total dream. The book is called The Ultimate Book of Outfit Formulas, A Stylish Solution to What Should I Wear? And it is basically the get your pretty on DNA distilled into one nice, neat little package. I've got my favorite classic outfit formulas in there by season. It is a fashion 101 book. I want it to be super relatable for women, especially if you maybe felt like You've been on the fringe of fashion, which I'm going to be honest, I felt that way my whole life. I never felt like I was some fashionista or anything like that. But I just wanted to be really approachable and for women to come away with it, feeling empowered to make clothing choices, to be able to shop with a purpose, and most importantly, to feel confident in their clothing every single day. Absolutely. Can we pre-order the book now? Yes, it is available on Amazon and everywhere that books are sold. <laughs> nice. We will make sure that we include that in our show notes. Yeah. And now, earlier in the episode, I teased a little bit about the trends for spring 2021. Can you give our podcast family um, just some tips about what's in style and let us know, settle it once and for all between Gen X and the millennials, oh. <laughs> skinny, skinny jeans, side parts in, out. Just I'm not giving yeah. them up just so you know. <laughs> no, you don't give them up. Do not take fashion advice from kids wearing mom jeans. Okay. Thank First you. Off, let's Thank you. My 16 year old is like, she wears mom jeans every day, but she wears skinny jeans too. So First and foremost, skinny jeans are going nowhere. They are a new classic. And we will see all kinds of denim silhouettes this spring. You're going to see high-waisted and flares and trouser jeans and straight jeans and mom jeans. All of the things are out there. But that does not mean skinny jeans are going out of style. It just means there are a lot of different denim styles right now. And, you know, I really see that skinny jeans are maybe not going to always be having a moment but they're also not going to be completely out of style. So you are good to go. On thank your goodness. Oh my gosh. Thank gosh. Me, I'm, I promise you. <laughs> 
promise you. <laughs> Got it. Um, as far as trends are concerned for spring, if you've been into Target or any store lately, you've probably seen tie-dye everywhere, which I thought, you know, I was going to be kicking and screaming into the tie-dye trend, but I've seen some really sort of subtle versions of it with some navy and white or some pastels and white that aren't as out there huh. with, you know, the the bright colors and things. And it's it's kind of a wearable pattern, actually. I, I got a few new tie-dye pieces for spring. So that's one you're going to see. Some I'm not sure how I feel about are overalls. I did buy a pair, but I think the last <laughs> pair that I wore was in 1999 when I was pregnant. Do we with wear my- them with the one strap down? Is that how it's going to go? <laughs> Allison, you just made my husband's day. He has been waiting since 1994 for for overalls and Doc Martens to come back in style. Well, guess what? They are both back in style. We're here. Doc Martens, too. Yes, Doc, we're back. Oh, my gosh, yes. That's hilarious. Actually, this winter, I saw a lot of Doc Martens. Yeah, you had a lot of people in the community had the Doc Martin thing going on. They did, yes. I bought a different style of combat boot, but yes, Doc Martens are totally on trend right now. Nice. And I don't know about for spring, but mm. you know. Well, what colors we'll are going to be uh, popping for the spring? Uh, you know, I've seen everything from like sunwash pastels, dusty mauve, and yellow to the brighter traditional spring colors like bright pink. I've seen neons in stores. Not sure how I feel about that. Huh. Um, you know, it's, It's weird. Style right now covers, I swear, it covers the gamut from like the 60s to the aughts. You will see everything represented, which is kind of cool. And you get to really pick and choose what what style works best for your personal style. I mean, there's everything from the boho stuff to, again, like 90s styles are out there. My daughter loves watching reruns of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air so she can dress like Ashley. (laughs) Nice. Come on. (laughs) That's not bad. That's not bad. No. No, she has these pretty cute outfits. Is Get Your Pretty On available for kids? I have done a junior's capsule in the past, but I'm not currently doing them. But the cool thing is lots of moms and daughters do it together. And I've had... Women from like two-year-old little girls up to their teens and and daughters in their 20s that do it with their moms. And it's super cool because the outfit formula really, truly does work for all ages, all body types, all budgets, everyone. Did I see something that maybe you guys are working on something for men? Yes, we have a menswear capsule. It came out last year, but it's an essentials capsule, which is basically a closet staples, wardrobe builder. So it gives you the classic pieces that are a starting point to have in your menswear wardrobe. Allison, you're going to have to put the overalls in the men, menswear capsule yeah. just for my I husband. Will, yeah, that's I right. Absolutely that for him. <laughs> I, I want to see how on. overalls are going. I just don't think I could ever feel comfortable with both straps up. I mean, it was just never the vibe. So if that's how we're doing it, I'm out on the overalls, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I've, I've learned from you, Allison, is just to maybe expand wardrobe a little bit. I'm very, I'm looking forward yeah. to um, getting some new styling and finally leaving the house this spring. Yes. Eventually, at some point, yes. you know, styled and feeling super pretty. <laughs> I love it. Now, I know that you have to, to run and we're so grateful for your time today and for sharing space and sharing your knowledge with us. We are going to include in our sh- show notes information about where people can order your book and membership for Get Your Pretty On. And I know that 
a lot of women would love to be a part of the Facebook community and just to be a part of this community of amazing, empowered women that you are supporting. I do have one question for you before we exit from Get Your Pretty On. Now, Allison, this is your friend Kanji talking. (laughs) Did you get the name Get Your Pretty On from Missy Elliott's Get Your Freak On? (laughs) (laughs) No, she stole Get Your Freak On from me. (laughs) Yes, Yes, queen. (laughs) If we do need a theme song or any sort of advertising, I know that Tara and I'd be willing to... Get your pretty on. We would get we you would pretty do, on. We do it. We would do it. We, 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 we have this rap thing going. We're, We're not married. good at all. How dare you? We are amazing. We are amazing, <laughs> Allison. Because Allison has empowered us That's to be right. confident. I, I need a theme song. Come on. Uh-oh. We're going to do it. We got it. We're going to do it. <laughs> yes. Hey, Allison, thank you so much for making the time. We really appreciate it. Just one more time before you leave, Allison. I know we've kind of talked around it. We've dropped a couple of links while we've been chatting, but why don't you just real quick, just let all of our listeners know where they can find you and where they can find Get Your Pretty On. The absolute best place to find me is at getyourprettyon.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Allison. It has been so much fun to have you on and I can't wait to see the new capsules on March 12th. Thank you. And we would look forward to seeing you and maybe having you back this summer. We talk about the summer trends. Yes. And maybe Daisy Dukes will be making a comeback. I'm not wearing Daisy Dukes, girl. No, No, Daisy Dukes. We'll see. Everything old is new again. That's right. Thank you for taking the time, Allison. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. My takeaway from this conversation with Allison is that I need to step up my style trend game and <laughs> and step out a little bit. I need to clean up my closet yeah, because I agree. There are about 20% of the clothes in my closet that I actually wear. And I'm sure like Allison, I have at least 10 black and white tops. Oh, I know. My uh, husband teases me all the time. Like, don't you have a shirt like that already? I'll bring them home and they're the exact same. Right. I think that the resources that they offer at Get Your Pretty On are super amazing. And I love the fact that the website has the freebies. Yes. So you can just go there and then you can sign up if you want to start getting the capsules and join the Facebook group. But yeah, she's so inspirational. I really love the message that this isn't about getting the super best clothes or looking a certain way to look a certain way. It really is about feeling good, you know, on the inside and, you know, feeling confident in yourself. And once you, Kanji, go grab those freebies because now we we have a place to go. Oh, to for sure. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you have to join the Facebook community because what's great about the community is not only is it super supportive and fun to see what other people are doing, but they also tell you where to buy that stuff mm. on the cheap. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I love everything about Allison's message, her commitment to ensuring this inclusive space where women can share and be yeah. supported. And it just reminds me of here we are in March in Women's History Month. And so I could not have thought of a more perfect guest to have than a woman like Allison, who was able to share her story of being an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. of being a mom and supporting this community. And when we think about community, we want to think about the sisterhood that we're forming. Yeah. You know, and last month we, we started amplifying some voices of famous poets. And I wanted to continue that this episode, Tara, with a quote that I read that I immediately thought about you. And I'm going to share this quote and you haven't heard it yet. So surprise. I'm excited. And this quote by Maya Angelou, who you know is one of my favorites, Mm -hmm. she wrote, Let me remind all women that we live longer and better lives when we have sisters we love, 
not necessarily born in our bloodline or of our race, sisters. So thank you for being my sister, and especially on this journey. I could not have a better sister, and I'm proud and humbled to call you one. Oh my God, you're going to make me cry over here. I feel feel the exact same about you. You know that. I do know that. Yes. And also, I'm excited to finally have a sister so I can get some really good gifts for my birthday in June. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're planning it. I already have one ordered. I'm ready. I'm so there. (laughs) So podcast family again. Um, Listeners, thank you for being sisters in this motherhood journey. Thank you for being listeners. Thank you for being a part of our family and a part of our community. The end of the day. It's all about understanding that motherhood is a sisterhood. So we're creating something really special. And we just thank you every week for being a part of it and for listening to it. And I honestly do think she probably took that line from Missy Elliott. I mean, you kind of got to give credit where it's due because it does flow so well. So, uh, yeah, I think maybe. Well, we know what song we're going to be listening to in the car all week. in my head all night now. Uh, that's it. So, so yeah, guys, thanks for so much for joining us. And we know that not all of our listeners are moms, but we enjoy having you with us and we welcome you into this sisterhood no matter who you are. So make sure you're listening to us on all platforms. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, you know where to find us. Make sure you hit subscribe. We were just talking about the great content we're putting together the next couple months that we're so excited to share with you guys. You don't want to miss it. And when you have a moment, please rate and review the podcast. It really helps us reach more listeners create that engagement and uh, better further our sisterhood. Thank you. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Guard your health, mental, physical, and spiritual. Take good care, podcast fan. So um, thank you for joining us today, Allison. How are you? Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. I am totally geeking out that I get to talk to you about style tonight. (laughs) Us too. Hey, Allison, before this is Kanji. How are you, friend? I'm great. How are you? I'm well. Before we get into the conversation, we're going to let our producer, Joe, work with the levels and make sure everything is okay with audio. And then we're going to do like a take two. How's yeah. that sound? That sounds great. Okay. Hey, Joey, this is Allison. I already fixed the echo. Hey, oh, you fixed the echo? Okay. Well, that was it. And her <laughs> love perfect. Find out, find out, <laughs> to, do me a favor. Find out how to pronounce her last name and then you could go. Yeah, Allison, how do you say your last name? It's Lombatus. Lombatus. So close. So close. Okay, well, I'm going to have that wrong for sure. Nobody ever gets it right. It's I don't even correct anymore because it's just a thing now. (laughs) We were close. I said Lombatus. So we'll when we bring you you back in, I'm going to ask you again how to pronounce it. And I will correct me. That way we get it right on the podcast. I was already working on the theme from Lombatus. (laughs) (laughs) Allison, you don't have to laugh at him. You really mm -mm, mm -mm. do not encourage. (laughs) I have something like that every time I laugh. It just makes it worse. Yeah, so you know that he's my husband, right? Oh, awesome. <laughs> makes it yeah, even so it makes it even better. So joy, joy. Okay, we're going to br- bring you back. We're going to do it one more time. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs>